Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nova Thoughts. I am your host, Nova Luxurious. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Nova underscore Luxurious. You can also find me on Twitter at Nova Luxurious. Um, that's N-O-V-A-L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. I am also on Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer, Napster, uh, Tidal, Apple Music, Google Play, um, I have an EP out. It's called Focus. Go check that out. And um, we'll go ahead and get started with the show. Hello, hello. And we are back for another episode. Yes. Let's see. Before I get started on the topics, I want to shine some light on a topic um, here in Atlanta. Um for those of you who you know know I'm in a band called African Space Program Collective one of our group members our collective members has decided to just go MIA for various reasons and it's been almost 2 weeks now and so we are looking for them um this is mainly for you know Atlanta listeners um if you happen to see uh his name is Christian Wilkins. Go by Chris. He is six between the height. Uh, his height is six two to six five. He's about one hundred and eighty ish pounds. You know, tall, thin, um, lanky. Um, he has brown uh, eyes, brown hair, lighter skin, black. Um, yeah, if you see him, let him know that you know people are looking people are concerned and just he needs to get in contact with somebody um it could be anybody if it's choosing he just needs to get in contact with somebody and just let people know that he's okay um i really debated whether or not i even wanted to mention this for my podcast um just because i you know i don't know i don't know i don't want it to it's like I don't. I guess it is a thing now. So I was. I was gonna say I don't want it to become a thing, and make it blown out. But you know, he's missing per se. Like the thing is with our collective member Chris. Chris march definitely marches to the beat of his own drum. Um, he is not. This is not uncommon for Chris to want to go off and, you know, do things and just not tell people and just go disappear for a few days and resurface this isn't you know new or anything out of his wheelhouse it's just been longer than expected you know it's been longer than normal than he would normally do it'd be a day or two or three now it's a you know two weeks and you know and even in those two or three days he he has been in contact with one or two people so you know so just you know i'm not gonna assume the worst i'm not gonna go ahead and jump to that you know i'm staying positive i feel like chris is fine i just you know once again i just want him to you know just let somebody know that he's okay so if you happen to see a very tall light-skinned black guy between he's in his early 20s he's 22 between the height of 6265 180 pounds just let him know for those who know us and you know what chris looks like if you see him just let him know that people looking for him um and yeah i'm gonna leave it at that honey give me a sip of water and we can get into these topics all right 
So, let's see. I have a lot of topics, so I'm probably just going to... Oh, excuse me. I'm just going to jump in, honey. Um, I guess we can go ahead and start with this Ari Lennox situation. So, Ari Lennox, who's a singer and a songwriter, signed to J. Cole's label. For those who don't know her, she'll get into her music. It's everything. She went live last week and proceeded to talk about her or a few days ago and proceeded to talk about her experience at a London Zara um and apparently she was accused of stealing an item and then they tried to give her an ultimatum either buy the item that she was accused of stealing or they were going to call the police so the story or the account yes the story that um Ari gave, excuse me, I'm over here, got too much in my hands, is that, you know, she went into the Zara, you know, she was on a a shopping day, she decided she wanted to go shopping, honey, you know how it is, honey, when you want to go shopping, you just gotta go, gotta have it, so she's, you know, in the middle of her shopping spree, she decides to pop up, pop, you know, pop in the Zara, she saw, um, and so she's in the Zara, you know, I guess, you know, trying to get her life. And, you know, she's, you know, let her tell it, you know, from the door, you know, she was met with, you know, just rude, you know, staff. You know, it, she says it, it started when she went because she said she had a lot of bags and stuff. She, she went to the front and was like, you know, excuse me, is it cool if I leave, you know, my bags up here? while I shop and do 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 and sometimes stores they will totally like oh yeah you can leave it up here you know they might be like okay but you know mind you I'm not responsible if some shit get taken because I'm working but you know most stores they'll tell you that but they'll be like sure you can just leave them right here I'll you know try my best to keep an eye on them or whatever the fuck um you know that didn't happen the girl was rude and then she was deciding you know she paid it um carried her bags and as she proceeded to go ahead and shop you know strike two was that she was you know racking up stuff that she wanted and so she was taking it to the register I guess so she could just free her you know hands and stuff the manager or a a manager or head staff member came out and another rude and nasty person Um, so basically she just kept encountering rude and you know nasty and unprofessional you know associates of zara and she you know proceeded to go ahead and get her her what she was going to get um was in line rung her up she's proceeding to pay for the stuff as she's paying for four hundred dollars worth of stuff mind you as she points out um and so she's getting ready to leave and of course the buzzer goes off and it's an item in there that you know she did not pick it was not hers somehow it just got in her bag and they were trying to basically accuse her of stealing trying to make it cause a scene you know basically trying to embarrass her you know um you know my my theory is that honey they saw her coming in the door with all that you know a lot of people don't like to see black people um especially black you know women and just just a lot of people just don't like to see black people happy and enjoying their lives and i'm pretty sure it burned you know if this is what it is you know they they had an attitude 
from the jump. Oh yes, that was another thing she said. She told the manager of how basically how poorly she was being treated. And you know, he basically, or the manager chalked it up to, oh well, they're tired. You know, what, what are you gonna do? They're tired. It's been a long day. And you know, still proceeding to buy the stuff, buy whatever. Um, and then from there it went to, yeah, there was this mysterious item in her bag that she did not pick, nor did she put up, bring up there. And then that whole scene causing thing of them basically trying to cause the scene saying, if you don't buy it, we're going to call the police and dot, 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 dot. And, you know, just having, just making her more and more irate and angry. And, you know, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Zara has a history of racist incidents in and out of the store. Like there was the whole Star of David situation when a few of their items were closed. Like back in 2014, there was the whole issue with them trying, basically telling a black employee that she can't wear her hair in braids. Yet, you know, if you look at Zara's mannequins and stuff now, you know, their mannequins are rocking cornrows and shit. But I digress, you know, you have all of that going on. Um, and, you know, Ari Lennox definitely did not deserve that. She, Zara definitely needs to handle that. I just, I'm sorry, like for me, as she's telling this account and as she's going through what was happening, some things were bothering me and it's not, and I don't, you know, warning, I may come off a little preachy, a little... I don't want to say self-righteous, but definitely come off a little preachy-preachy on a lot of these subjects. But here goes for the Ari Lennox situation. It just really bothered me that, you know, here you are telling this story. And like I said, this is not me blaming. Once again, Miss Lennox did not deserve that. This was not something I don't condone it. I'm not making excuses for it. I'm just simply pointing out something that bothered me and forget my, and give me one second because i gotta blow my nose <laughs> always never fails Ooh, and i'm back forgive me honey y'all didn't want to hear that that would have been real gross but anyway one thing that really bothered me about this or it's just the fact that you know sis walked in the store um and was immediately met with just you know rude just met with rudeness paid it okay the first time i may understand the paying it i was like okay girl whatever but the second and third time and this is before you even get to the register even as you are in the line getting your stuff rung up you are getting met with rudeness unprofessionalism indifference you know, no sense of anything, you know, you, you tell the manager and the manager's like, oh, well, girl, you know, we tired. And you proceed to spend $400 in that store, giving the giving those assholes commission and business. And I just have a problem with that. And once again, I like to continue to say that Ari Lennox did not deserve that treatment but you know let's talk about it you know sis and and i'm not you know you know i'm just simply saying sis why why did you continue to shop there 
and you were being met with such that and i know she likes zara and that's and that's fine and sis if it's that deep you know they have an online store you know if you just have to have the items they have an online store you know but that location why are you giving them money why are you continuing to you know that was just that was going through my head you know as she's telling the story and then i'm like okay so you about to put the stuff back right because that's where i would go if i'm sitting up here racking up stuff and i'm about to buy it and i'm constantly being met with visceral and just you know asshole at type uh, behavior i'm going to either because i'm petty and i'm vicious or not vicious but i'm petty and a little bitchy in that way was i'll let them ring up hundreds probably up to a thousand dollars worth of shit and then change my mind right there before i even give them any kind of payment oh well you know i changed my mind so y'all got to put all that back <laughs> have a good day like i that's the type of bitch i am um or i would have just put it back and i would have left it wouldn't have been no i'm just gonna buy it anyway and this is like i said this is this is not even this is prior to them to the to the uh cashier you know accidentally or purposely because you know there was i'm with her it may have been purposely that sis put that shit in your bag simply because you was you had the nerve to tell them that they was unprofessional and they were being rude and not on their jobs which they weren't so i wouldn't doubt it if sis did that to make you to add a, a little extra you know throw a whole monkey wrench in your good day so i'm just like that just bothers me that you know because you hear stories like that all the time where black people are going in the stores and stuff or you see you even see it like girls go out they wait to film it like i'm in here at the store and i'm trying to shop and this person is following me and doing this and doing that and you know you have people that are proceeding to still shop there in spite of it and you know i don't want to say this is why but you know honestly this is for a lot of these retail and companies and a lot of these brands and stuff this is why they feel the need that they can do that to us because we don't we let it go way the fuck too far you know sometimes i feel like you know once again miss lennox didn't deserve that but i have to say like and it's not her fault it's not not a not but you know it got it, it it's just like for me it's like i don't know i just feel i just can't i can't bring myself to spend money my hard-earned money money that i worked for that i've stayed up for worked overtime for whatever the case going into a shop a restaurant anywhere and just being totally treated like crap and i'm going to continue to shop there or eat there or you know whatever just a mental note people i just think we need to you know you know, I get that, you know, yes, we are supposed to have the right to shop anywhere and be anywhere and do anything within reason and within law. <laughs> but, you know, I just feel like, you know, we don't really seriously take a stand until something very, very over the top happens. Then we want to sit in outrage and be surprised and can't believe it. But it was happening to you the whole time. <laughs> you know, it was the lead up. Like for me, 
you know, if I was Miss Lennox, it's like just, you know, from the jump, like, okay, girl, the, the first sales girl, you know, the first clerk or whatever her, the cashier girl, when she was acting like that, okay, she probably got, it would have got paid. But the second one, by the second time and the third time and you in this line and, and they just being, you know, and then you talk to the manager and everybody just acting like they don't give a fuck about your feelings on the situation, you know, and you still proceed to swipe your card just couldn't be me and that's just all i'm saying just couldn't be me um i think i've spent enough time on that hopefully you know ari lennox gets you know some kind of justice or resolution behind that hopefully zara don't shop at zara y'all you know they've been on some racist shit don't shop there i feel just don't you know and, and and that goes for any company or anything don't spend money in places that where the staff are just giving you their ass to kiss from the door you know if you walk in and from the door you are getting fever and shade and all girl turn around and go somewhere else spend your money where people want to want to see you and, and see you spend it and welcome you spending it and treat you nice and make you feel good about spending your money go places like that like don't go somewhere i don't care if it's your favorite store your favorite chain don't go to that particular store bitch like just don't you know anywho we gonna move on um we're gonna talk about miss pose um yes because that's on my list and i want to i definitely want to touch on that so we're in season two of pose episode four aired last week and it was a powerful 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 episode one of our beloved favorite characters, Miss Candy, met her demise in that episode. Um, she was killed in a in a um in a in a in a session gone wrong, honey. She she was turning tricks and taking sex work and it cost her, her life. And, you know, there was the whole show was around that and just y'all it was so powerful like i mean I, I recommend you watching it to get the full effect i feel like me describing it it's not going to do it justice and i'm not going to give you the full rundown um i definitely just wanted to a make a nod to you know pose for just good writing and you know just really just for having the balls and the guts not to shy away from very serious subjects and situations and you know i know there's been some controversy around pose it's light light controversy but or so i wouldn't say controversy i would say some criticism about certain characters certain people feel some people feel like candy and electra are toxic and just the way they're being handled it's falling into like the angry or just the tropes of, of being dark, darker skinned, you know, they're angrier, harder, and some, some might argue more toxic. I mean, I've, I've talked about this in the last podcast. I personally, um, didn't feel that way, still don't feel that way. Um, but I understand the criticism It's a fair criticism and, you know, I get it, but I didn't, I never thought of 
medicating him is toxic you know once again i always felt like i i got why electra was is, is the way she is i get why she is the way she is you know a you know they're trans women in in ronald post reagan america honey post reagan still in the aids epidemic poor black ass you know late 80s early 90s america you know so i totally understood why they were a little harder a little you know just in the way they operated and moved i understood it you know because you know they they really made it the show the writers really like kind of mapped out and, and, and gave you the scenario quite well so i got it you know and for me and some might argue that candy deserved better and candy shouldn't have died and all of that um and i'm looking at it like i don't i i i once again you know shouts out to pose for really tackling this issue because i felt like candy's death was in some ways perfect a perfect uh perfect because of you know the climate of what's going on today as as it pertains to trans women especially trans women of color especially black trans women black and brown trans women and how they are receiving and and are victims of a lot of you know the most violence if not a lot of the violence most of the violence um excuse me i said a lot of the violence (laughs) that's not right most uh they are they are most affected by that you know a lot of black trans women i mean it's it's july and i think we've had 10 over 10 a little bit over like maybe 12 12 ish give or take one or two trans girls that have been murdered since the beginning of the year since the turn of the of the clock honey and it and it's an epidemic it's becoming an epidemic and so what better way to bring awareness than to make you fall in love with a a beloved character who is a black trans woman and then kill her and go through that whole thing that whole um just those whole that whole experience of losing her and so you know for that I, i i give i give uh pose all my respects all my love um Miss Angelica Ross, sis needs sis needs an Emmy for sure. Y'all need to just go ahead and run her her Emmy, run her 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 Golden Globe or whatever her whatever whatever accolades her NAACP image was. All of that, y'all need to just go ahead and run her that because she played the fuck out of that. Um, especially during that funeral scene when everybody's basically having one-on-one with Candy's spirit and then they gave her that grand old send-off I mean uh, like I have never cried <laughs> the way I have cried watching that and you know I get emotional during shows and stuff so you know I'm a proud you know, if it's something that'll move me, I'm, I'll get moved. It, I'm not ashamed to be moved. So I say to that, you know, wow, you know, I was moved. So you check that episode out. Um, Pose airs. I think it's the new episode comes on tonight. So go ahead and get into that. 
Um, we're gonna move on to some to some lighter but heavier. It's still it's still. Once again, I'm about to probably be a little preachy preachy, so forgive me. Um, we're gonna go ahead and go to Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree last week made some statements and you know he was i don't know if i can't remember because i saw the interview or whatever i can't remember if he was asked you know what his feelings are on the current state of hip-hop and female hip-hop and all that but somehow the subject was brought up about you know just all these women who were coming out and just being you know being present in in hip-hop again and i and somebody wanted to know his take or the interviewer wanted to know his take and to Jermaine's take was that basically they all sound the same. It's all stripper music. And, you know, you know, basically just, you know, there needs to be more variety. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> of course, you know, the girls of Twitter and girls on social media got a hold of it and hilarity and dragging. Um, ensues and here's the thing I agree with Jermaine Dupree but where me and Jermaine Dupree differ is that see and I've said this on my Twitter I mean you know for those once again follow me on Twitter because I made a thread a light light thread about it you know it's funny nobody ever likes like comments on those threads I could totally post things of you know me being silly me honey stapling my nose to my ass cheek and that'll probably and that'll most likely definitely go viral but when i talk about shit like this or i could be you know be messy and shady and girls be like 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 but i'll talk about this it's silence but it's the truth though and i get it you know the thing that i the issue that i have and i'm and that a lot of because you know you had girls like cardi b coming out doja cat uh eve a lot of the girls are coming out and we're like well bitch no we're out here and we're doing a lot of things and yeah girl you know what do you mean but i love what cardi had to say because it's the fucking truth it's like y'all niggas can't be bothered when it's not the the thing when it's not the trend see that's the thing that jermaine dupree and a lot of black uh, a lot of these black men in the industry and these black people in the industry who always got like something to say as far as why the industry is in in such the state that it's in and why it's not getting any better but they keep failing to really get dive in dive in like they just like it'll be little blanket statements like that oh it just all sounds the same and it's like you're putting the one or the wholeness on just the female rappers who are out and who are making it and who are doing this music instead of really dissecting the issue and the issue is, is that y'all niggas or Jermaine Dupree's peers, especially because, you know, to, to Jermaine Dupree's credit, you know, throughout Jermaine Dupree's career, Jermaine Dupree has brought in black women and, and, and made them stars. You know, he couldn't quite do it with Dondra, but by that time, there was a whole shift going on. And, you know, a lot of people be failing or don't want to believe that shit or don't want to. But it, it was just true at the time, you know, with, with, with around the time when he was trying to get Dondria on and, you know, a lot of record labels and stuff weren't interested in signing black girls like that.
and I keep going back to that, it's not a coincidence, honey, that these black girls and that you only have a certain kind of girl that's making it right now. You only have a certain kind of female rapper that only that's getting views and clicks and likes right now. It's not it's not a coincidence. It's not some strange phenomena, honey. It's a lot of your peers, Jermaine Dupree. It's a lot of your peers in the industry who overlook talented girls for stripper girls and ratchet music who want to make ratchet music. It's a lot of you gatekeepers, a lot of you bloggers and stuff. Y'all promote that. Y'all barely a girl who is rapping about and doing other things gets a millisecond of of any kind of exposure but the girl who is talking about riding dick riding poles taking money blah 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 that's what what's being up uplifted and upheld and so it's that's why it's just such an eye roller when you know you have people like jermaine dupree's the jermaine dupree's of the world excuse me get up on somebody's tv and just you know say some shit like that like as if you and or your peers didn't play a part in why it's like this is why it's only stripper music all y'all niggas glorify strippers all y'all niggas glorify strippers. All y'all niggas was rapping about strippers in the strip club in the 2000s and the late 90s. That's all y'all niggas was talking about, Jermaine. You know, now, and like I said, your peers, those are the, those are the type of artists they want to, they want to promote. They don't want to promote a girl who's who's really out here doing it. You know, I won't say, not to, not to and, and forgive me for how that came off because i don't want to say that you know meg the meg the meg the stallions and the cardi b's of the world are you know just the they're the problem i mean it's just my thing is like you know they're doing what they have been told sells you know and y'all this is what y'all niggas want to see this is what y'all want this is cardi b said it. she said when i when i released be careful i got all types of flack you know sis got all types of flack wasn't nobody really trying to hear that shit it did ended up becoming a hit because you know there were people trying to hear that there were people who <laughs> like it but yeah i get what she's saying it's like y'all niggas wasn't really y'all wasn't feeling it because it wasn't me talking about sucking dick or whatever the fuck. But, you know, now you want to get up and act like, oh, well, yeah, girl, it's just, ugh, no. And so, you know, that's 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 my issue. That was my issue with Jermaine. It's like, I agree that this shit is starting to sound the same. But, you know, who who's really to blame? Because if you want to, I mean, of course the artists, because they're the first, they're the first face you see. The first and last face you see, yeah, you're gonna blame them. But what about these producers? What about these A and R people? These radio disc, these uh, radio DJs. Excuse me, I'm about to give you the whole disc jockey. But these radio DJs. What about all them girls or all those fellas? Excuse me, all them men that um. This is this is what they promote. This is only what they promote. They will not give a girl the time of day if she's really rapping on about some, you know, some conscious shit for real. If she ain't showing no tits, a lot of these niggas are not bothered. If she ain't showing to talk about no ass, popping no ass, a lot of these motherfuckers are not bothered. 
So, I don't know, honey, but, <laughs> you know, anywho, so we're going to move on. ASAP Rocky is being held in a Swedish prison or Swedish jail because of an incident that happened last week or was it last week or the week before? It was probably the earlier part of or the mid part of last week. Basically, he was out in Sweden and these two dudes wanted to, they just basically were antagonizing them and, you know, like attacking his security and everything to the point where a brawl happened, of course. And as a result, ASAP got hauled off to, you know, to jail. He had it all on camera. So it's proof that he did not, you know, he was not the aggressor and all of that. Um, So he's in the Swedish jail. Um, He's still not released. Um, No updates as of right now. So, um, but there was this whole conversation online that sparked because basically people felt like, uh, people felt like, i.e. Joe Budden and a lot of fuckboys felt like black women and social, you know, the social justice types are not taking this serious. They're not, you know, they're not, they're basically just dragging their feet to come to his aid and you know they're getting dragged because basically you know if we can we can go back to 2012 and 2013 and 14 when all the Trayvon and Mike Brown situations was happening and and still happening by the way but you know when it was really like when it was like happening like you know back as this was really you know becoming a thing you know there were a few rappers once again black men in the industry who you know have platforms and 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 power and responsibilities <laughs> and what did asap do when he was asked about the situation he dismissed it um you know in his mind i'm I'm drinking champagne in and, and, and Soho and Beverly Hills. I'm fucking white bitches. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I don't have time for that. I'm not, I can't be bothered with that. I'm paraphrasing, but that was pretty much his, his sentiment was that, you know, I'm over here living this rich boy life. I, that doesn't apply to me. So I'm not going to be marching. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be talking about that. And then on top of that, you know, he, he's come out since then just you know sporadically and every once in a while where he would say some real colorist shit when as it pertains to black women you know once again and you know so um yeah so a lot of people are just like oh okay you know nobody's like celebrating that he's in jail or nothing nobody is doing that but it's just kind of like you know girl people girls are indifferent (laughs) you know and people like Joe Budden, you know, feel like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with, you know, us for, you know, just letting him rot in jail and do, do, do. But first of all, he's in jail in Sweden. Like, look up how jails in Sweden look. And they look like my old college dorm. So, you know, they're clean. You get fresh food daily. <laughs> 
you're getting fresh fruit you're getting this and that so i don't know what they're how they're how he's being treated but i'm just saying if if this is the representation of where he at where he is bitch okay i'm not saying i want to be in jail because i don't but i mean if i had to be in somebody's jail i'd want to be in jail in sweden in the netherlands i know that <laughs> um but anyway um so that's one two you know people didn't forget that shit people didn't forget how you basically didn't <laughs> it, it just and we'll leave it at how you just didn't and how you didn't care and don't and now you want to you know you you know you peoples and y'all coming up to wanting us to campaign and rally behind you and that's another issue you know forgive me in our within our collective it's like you know especially with our black my black brother and my black males you know it's like it's a lot of y'all who y'all get this money y'all getting this fame and y'all are just basically saying fuck us fuck everybody else and so you know in doing that but when something happens you are literally expecting us you are literally expecting you know black women to die on this hill for you and that is an issue but you're not doing the same you know you're openly and flagrantly disrespecting black women and 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 yet in the same breath expect them to ride for you heavy i mean do you understand how stupid that that sounds and how ridiculous you look <laughs> when you do things like that so yes uh and that's all i have on that i guess we'll send a prayer hopefully asap gets back to the u.s soon um joe budden she beats women i don't really have much for her other than girl by um i think that's it on that one bad baby says that nobody fucks with her music because she white black folks and black girls don't fuck with her music because she white and you know that's part of it it's not just that once again with these blanket statements it's not just because you're white because there's some white people that black people fuck with so i think the issue is that sis you were some badass little white child on dr phil who told one other white bitch to catch you outside and from there you know somebody did a remix of catch me outside how about that you know from the from the uh from the uh the footage or whatever the voice you know they recorded they took your voice and did all that and from there you got a record deal you are now a legit somewhat celebrity off of just that one thing you know and so yeah a lot of people don't particularly see it because i mean next thing you know you got all these rapper niggas writing shit for you you got all the, you know, you got ghostwriters and all this, you, you, and you're streaming and everybody, and you are now supposedly are considered a legit hip hop artist. And for some people now, not my hip hop artist, me included. I mean, for me, it's just, I can't reward white people or I can't get behind white people who, excuse me, who are being rewarded 
and being, you know, praised for doing some shit that like Keisha and them do from up the way do daily and they still black and poor. They still around the corner poor. And even if they were to get in, if they were to get on Dr. Phil and do all of that, they're not going to get a record deal behind that. You know, they're not going to get fame and recognition behind that for real. Or at all, really. If anything, they'll get a cute moment, a viral moment, and we'll move on. But ain't no record labels and things beating their doors down to, you know, you get me? So, you know, sis, (laughs) I guess, I don't know, I guess, sis, um, um, I wasn't planning on buying you music anyway. Because, I mean, it's just like, girl, were you even a rapper? Like, girl, like, no, you just some white girl from Dr. Phil who didn't got on. So, you know, I mean, I don't know, girl. And then you're not of age to where you can really, I mean, you can't really do much. This little, you know, baby ratchet act, I guess, is cute, but it's not. <laughs> like, it's cute, but not really. You know, because once again, I just, I think a lot of people are just like, I'm not finna, mm it's it's no no so i mean i don't know i mean i do think that's part of it i don't think that that's just i think it's more nuanced than simply oh it's because i'm white well no girls just because you know not only are you white but you just kind of came onto the scene with little to no talent and you know you're just loud and fake and ghetto so i mean that does not make a rap superstar (laughs) you have to actually have some skill behind it you know so yeah girl i don't know girl but um i think those are all my topics i'm just gonna go ahead and and wrap this up once again if you want to follow me i am on instagram at nova underscore luxurious um you can also find me on twitter at nova luxurious n-o-v-a-l-u-x-u-r-i-o-u-s i have an ep out it's called focus go check it out go stream it and yeah i hope you have a very blessed week and um yeah see y'all see y'all when i see y'all honey. <laughs>